Hello, everyone. Hello, Lair. <laughs> Welcome to another Cracker Classics 80s edition. Are we sure? Or is there a switch going on? Hmm. It's a good question. What sort of scheme has been set up? I don't know. It's kind of hard. Aykroyd and Murphy are both big 80s figures. I wouldn't call any of them pre-80s, so. Well, no. They were not ready yet in the 70s. <laughs> At least not for prime time. Well, yeah, yeah. There is no Gumby movie. Unfortunately. I know, right? Anyway, in case you haven't guessed, we are doing Trading Places. We're dropping hints. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, yep. It's a movie where Dan Aykroyd is a rich stock trading asshole. The rich white guy, yeah. Yeah. Who uh, becomes the target of... An even richer, whiter asshole and his brother who make a bet that uh, they can break him and take a black guy off the street and turn him into a Wall Street exec. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember the setup. <laughs> like, I know they switched, but I couldn't recall if it was like the Simpsons parody of, my siblings are going to kill me. <laughs> Can I trade places with you because you look like me? Of course, that doesn't work in here because... Oh, they definitely do not look alike. Right. Um, <laughs> which is where a lot of the humor comes from, <laughs> which is why it's perfect for our show. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, years since I've seen this. I was a kid. Uh, all I recall is one of them in a Santa costume. I think it's Eddie Murphy. I think it's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It's been about a decade for me, but I love this movie. I have seen it several times. Nice. <laughs> so we have classic uh, 80s uh, stockbroker. Yep. Toxic capitalism. Yep. Money, 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 money. And pandering to the lower classes. Yep. Of course. And stereotyping, of course. Well, yeah, it is the 80s. That is how Eddie Murphy made his bread. <laughs> <laughs> that and Beverly Hills Cop. Well, yeah. There's not too much stereotyping in there. No, it's just Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy mm -hmm. as a cop in Beverly Hills. We should do that at some point, too. But anyway, it's not what we're doing today. No, you're going to see how the other half lives. Yep. Sort of. Sort of. That's not exactly how this goes, <laughs> if I remember No, right. no, no. We're going to see what happens when a couple of pawns in the grand scheme of capitalism... Team up and take on the capitalists. Yay! A how-to guide. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Though I'm sure they've uh, planned for this eventuality now. This movie's 40 years old. So oh, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't work today. Uh, it kinda did. How so? GameStop. Oh, well, that, that almost worked, <laughs> sort of. It did for a few people. Worked somewhat. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> we should just do away with money altogether. Well, yeah. Then you would no longer have to support us on Patreon. Thank Wouldn't you. that be nice? <laughs> but we do appreciate the support, absolutely. Because we are still stuck in a world that believes in money. Yep. And we're trying over here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is all 2020s money schemes we're talking about. We need to go to the 80s. Yes, back to the 80s. Schemes. And orange juice futures. Like when it was done on the phone. <laughs> uh, 
no, in person, in the stock room. <laughs> like, well, that too, in, in but you New could York also like exchange. at least make a phone call. <laughs> I don't know who you were. When you could not order stocks by computer and could definitely not <laughs> order stocks on your phone. Um, well, I guess you could. Just call make a, in. Yeah, yeah you the, could call in. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm too old. Too old, too broke. Too broke. Too... Not allowed on Wall Street. Jaded. Can't afford it. Disillusioned. Ah, there we go. Yes. That's the word. How much of that comes up in here? <laughs> Quite a bit. Yeah, good. It'd be fun to watch this as a jaded uh, adult. Right? As opposed to an impressionable <laughs> kid. You didn't yeah. really know what the hell was going on. That's true. That's true. I haven't thought about that. It's one nice thing of watching childhood movies again. Yes. Those stay static in time, but you don't. Yep. At least you're not supposed to. <laughs> Some of some of us are. Disney adults. Um <laughs> anyway. Shall we get started then? I think we should. Alrighty. We'll be back for an intermission impressions and maybe a little insider trading. No, Stay I think tuned. that's gonna wait for the end, if I recall. Okay. We'll be back either way. So the groomers can degroom you if they so choose. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. Pretty much what's happening here. <laughs> All because of science. It's in the interests of science, yes. It's an interesting um, setup. Yeah. The idea of nature versus nurture, genetics versus environment. Yep. Racism versus human oh. decency. <laughs> oh. That's really what's at the core here. Yeah. Fuck brothers. <laughs> One's just an outright racist, and the other one is, well, he is racist, but he at least understands... That racism the... is a bad luck. Well, well, yes. <laughs> but he understands a little more about the world and how environment can affect things. Yeah. So I'm hoping... I really don't remember how this goes, but I'm really hoping <laughs> that it, it goes... The wager benefits Randolph... Instead of the racist fuck Mortimer. I don't remember, though. Shall see? Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <clears throat> I'm not giving anything away on that front. It's too much fun to watch you try to figure it out. <laughs> this is definitely a, a groomer, groomer scenario. In fact, that just... All they had to do is a few little things, and they could completely destroy Dan Aykroyd's life. It's not entirely wrong. No. I mean, it's so intentional, and it's so easy to do. I mean, it's so easy to do unintentionally, even. Yeah. No. I don't think it's just a few little things, but... Yeah, they make it like, <clears throat> real simple here, but... Mentality does may, was... may make some difference to it, but, uh, yeah. yeah. If you've never had to experience anything looking like that sort of hardship in your life, and you have a bunch of, a bunch of it thrust on you in one day, then it's gonna affect you it is a lot to happen to you in one day yes it's definitely gonna affect you but it's a lot easier to have all that happen in one day when the people who have provided you with literally everything yep decide to take it all away yep because it was their house his fiance was their niece grand niece yeah. yeah it was their company mm. it was yeah mm-hmm yeah so um i guess don't put all your eggs in one basket if you Want to keep your success? <laughs> it's a little moral to take from this. It's not the best moral to take from this. But... Don't trust rich fuckers to keep giving you what they've been giving you. Well, that's true. 
the hand that feeds you can always take it away from you. Yep. Which is also not a great moral. But <laughs> maybe not, but uh is it accurate? A little bit. Yeah, kinda. There's just a lot of deep rooted cynicism to this entire movie. <laughs> and it's so eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> Mandatory R-rated 80s movie titties. Um, Multicultural titties, at least. That was a plus. Yeah. yeah it yeah. wasn't just black woman titties, because it's an Eddie Murphy movie. Or just white woman titties, because it's a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. There were both. <laughs> but we've already seen a little change in Eddie Murphy's character. With him. I, he, he waltzes into the bar he got kicked out of, and he says, everyone back to my place. And they just sort of trash the place. And he goes, well, I guess these aren't really my friends. They're just freeloaders. Yeah. There's already a little environmental change. I kinda, Whether that's for the best or not, I don't, I don't know. I don't disagree with him on that, though. Like, oh, no. I totally get where he's coming from, and... Yeah, definitely. Uh. <laughs> Having been in a similar situation where you, you think you have friends, but really you just have a bunch of moochers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. People suck. <sighs> Meanwhile, I've uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, the the hooker with a heart of gold. Oh yeah, perhaps, most likely. Yeah, it's an eighties movie. You yeah. gotta have one of those. <laughs> she's already showing that she's the most human out of anyone in here. The possible exception of Marcus. I mean, Coleman. Excuse yes. me. I keep calling him Marcus. <laughs> Can't imagine why. He's um, he's my kind of butler. Yeah. He's, he's good at his job, but he knows it's all uh, bullshit. Except that he was willing to pretend like he didn't know Dan Aykroyd. Well, yeah, because the price was right. That's true. Yeah. He did say on the phone, well, it's your house, and I do work for you, so <laughs> what can I do for you, brother? <laughs> Well, yet another example of the problem inherent with people owning everything. Like, or the problem inherent with money existing. Wow. Well, it's so easily I mean, corruptible. What else is money for if not for leverage? It's true. Like, seriously. Valid, like, legitimate question. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't have an answer for you aside from there isn't. It's, yeah. Yeah. Money exists so that those who have it can keep having it and keep... Having leverage over all the rest of us who don't have it. Yep. And also to buy frozen orange juice. <laughs> Quarters. Pork bellies and frozen Pork orange bellies juice. and frozen orange juice. <laughs> it's just funny how some people have made their money. You know, yeah. Urinal cakes or what have you. Well, I mean, what was it? They made $347,000 in 30 seconds. Yeah. From the back of their car. And all they had to do was not freak out and make a phone call. Yeah. Had they made the phone call. They would have made 347000 less. Yep. Which, like, honestly, for them, was it really that big a deal? Probably not in the long run. Oh, but the fact that they could have made that little bit extra. Mm-hmm. It's the principle of the matter. Yeah, yeah. Gotta squeeze them for all they're worth. Whoever they are doesn't matter as long as they can be squoze. The more you have, the less you want to spend. Apparently. I, mean, I can't speak from experience on this. That's a problem. Yeah. Which is why trickle-down economics doesn't work. Doesn't freaking work! Why give all the money to the people who don't want to spend it? Because they'll invest it. Does not it. compute. In what? In 
They'll invest it. In their own charities. <laughs> in their own whatever the fuck money-making schemes. Buy back their own stock. Which just makes them more money. Mm-hmm. So this is the 80s that went well. It's around this time that they made it legal again to do stock buybacks. Yeah. Thank you, Reagan. <sighs> this is such a happy, optimistic <laughs> movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I used to think it was. Don't know if I can say that anymore now that I know more. And now that more time has passed and we see more damage from such yeah. tactics. Because this still... I don't know how much I can say without giving more of the movie away. <laughs> the things are more blatant these days than they were back then. And they seemed really blatant back then. Yeah. At least that's how Hollywood wanted to portray it, you know. Now this ends up... Nah, not gonna... We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that in a later part. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was trying to think of where we're going here. What are you thinking? I really... I don't know, but I have a feeling that... Eddie Murphy is going to find out he has a knack for stock trading, and he somehow does really, really well in the job that was thrust upon him. It's because there is no knack for stock trading. It's all a matter of luck. Well. And actually, (laughs) fun fact, for those of you that want to get involved in investments, actively managed stock portfolios perform, on average, worse than simple indexes. That's true. If you buy a stock and just sit on it, It'll be just fine in most yeah. cases, as opposed to constantly harping over it and nitpicking yeah, every yeah. damn day. Active management produces lower returns than just letting your money sit. I believe it. Day trading, not no. worth it. No. Nope. A couple of people can get super rich that way, but the vast, vast majority do not. Mm-hmm. It is wise to own some stock, but don't make it your career. You can make it your career if you want to ride that fucking roller coaster yeah. and risk losing everything. Yeah, but buy a little bit. Yeah. I mean, listen, that plucky little company you really believe in. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Classics, Inc. Oh, um, are we going public now? Shit. Um, <laughs> where's the bell? We'll get a couple more patrons, maybe. Ding, ding. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I think this is... Designed to be a humorous and extreme example of what privilege can do for a person, though I don't think it's quite that easy. Well, no. This is quite a far-fetched scenario. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I totally believe the whole rich guy's making a wager to pull the strings on other people's lives. Oh, God, yes. It's believable. It's the Book of Job. Yeah. (laughs) It's a concept that's been around for thousands of years. (laughs) But... Having it actually happen to you is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't really know what what happens here, and I definitely don't remember. No, I do. That's why I'm saying, like, this doesn't condemn capitalism as you would want it to. Yeah, <laughs> the way it's really trying to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not trying to, but it's totally showing us why it needs to be condemned. Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> a better way of putting that. Yeah. I believe it, because this is the 80s, where um, the stockbroker is our new god. Greed is good. Yes. So, we're just going to poke fun at how sometimes things can go hairy. But look at all the power we have. We can totally manipulate people's lives in the span of a day and completely change everything. So, maybe, maybe fear us and give us what we want. 
there's that vibe in here too. Yeah. And it might come up as a threat at some point with, with Eddie Murphy. If he uh, steps out of line. Yep. And they'll be like, you know, we gave you all this. We can take it all away. We've done it before. Yeah, that was um, ominous, to say the least. Well, uh, shall we go see if Eddie Murphy can tank an entire stock trading company? Because that's oh. what I really want to have happen. I know it won't, but... Well, he doesn't do it alone, but... Um, oh! Uh, anyway, uh, I did have a couple more points I wanted to hit. Okay. Um, the line the, the line that judged jumped out to me was, uh, Mother always said you were greedy. Well, she meant it as a compliment. It as a compliment, yeah. There's a rich for you. Fortunately, yeah, that's a thing. And then uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy, when he is uh, pretending, still pretending to be the disabled veteran or whatever, flirting with that woman in the park was really gross. Uh, where he grabs onto her coat and he's like, hey, baby, once you've been with a man with no legs, you never go back. And she's like kind of freaking out and she gets away from him and then he calls her a bitch or whatever. Mm, like, mm-hmm. it, it just... Uh, too much of that shit. You didn't give me what I wanted from you, and therefore you're just a fucking bitch. Yep, yep, yep. Very abusive behavior. Yeah, yeah. But it happens on Wall Street, too. Uh, Yeah. It's the same deal. Yeah. I can't decide if that's a toxic masculinity thing or just a shitty human thing. Uh, I don't feel like it really matters. No, it's a shitty human thing. Yeah. But it does grow from traits that are considered traditionally masculine. True. Which, yeah. That's why I hate Sheryl Sandberg. Nah. You wouldn't be mad if a man was doing it. Yes, I fucking yeah, am. I would be. Still am. Y'all are being assholes. Stop. Yeah. Man and woman don't care. You're an <laughs> asshole. Stop. Yup. Just because men get away with being assholes does not mean it's okay for you to be an asshole and get away with it. Because no one should be getting away with it. No! That's... Ta-da! Don't be an asshole. (sighs) All right, let's get back to the movie. All right, we'll be back for our (laughs) curtain call and maybe another great recession or something. We'll see. Oh, most likely. It's what capitalism does. Yay! <laughs> I totally forgot to hit Aykroyd does blackface in this movie. Oh, that Jamie Lee Curtis is Swedish. <laughs> Denim Elliott's an Irish priest. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's from Cameroon, an exchange student. Yeah, He's... that whole scene is um, super cringy. Yeah. And so over the top. I mean, obviously it was going to be yeah, yeah. found out. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was bad enough but, with just Eddie Murphy claiming to be from Cameroon, and then each one of them came in. Just made it worse and yes. worse and worse. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the 80s. Wholesome family fun. And my first thought was, well, at least he's not going to recognize Eddie Murphy because he's going to be a racist fuck and all black people are going to look the same to him. But he sure recognized Dan Aykroyd in blackface. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this movie. (laughs) Uh, There's this level of disgust to it where, you know, the main moral is, oh, benevolent capitalism. 
save you from the slums. Because that's essentially what happened to Eddie Murphy. Uh, In a way. uh, If it wasn't for capitalism taking a chance on him, he would have still been slumming it in the ghetto. Well, if it wasn't for capitalism being capitalism, he wouldn't have been in the ghetto in the first place. This is true. We don't talk about that part. Yeah. It's not supposed to be part of the no. the story here. It is supposed to be, well, the system takes care of you if you let it take care of you. If you are good enough. And and, and somehow the, the Duke brothers saw that he was good enough, but not for their own good Well, or something. I do think Randolph won the bet. Because if they hadn't figured out who each other were and decided to collaborate, like, ultimately... And if Eddie Murphy hadn't have been in the bathroom trying to smoke that joint, oh, right? If he hadn't figured it out and overheard him, yeah, and he definitely like, won the bet. We saw that, right. yeah. But like I'm saying, like as far as the idea that circumstance dictate to a large extent dictates where you end up in life, as far as that part of it goes, pretty good. Yeah, as I, I do far agree on that. as. The idea that all you have to do is rip off rich people and you can be rich yourself. I don't like that. I don't like it, but I'm not necessarily against it. I'm not necessarily... Okay. <laughs> not necessarily against it. It's not realistic. No. It's not... That's just my symptomatic reaction it, to the it, current it's situation. Not, yeah. Yeah. It, it's not... It's not ideal. ...a viable option. No. Because it just maintains the same system that created the problem in the first place. Exactly. It was just a replacement yeah. thing. Because yep. now the Dukes are in the poorhouse. Yep. As opposed to the other guys. Yeah. It, it doesn't justify that. Yeah. There's still someone who's gotten the short end of the capitalism stick. Yep. It's nice schadenfreude that it's the guys who've been oh, it's lovely. thrusting the stick the, of capitalism. The schadenfreude is beautiful. But it's not worth it. No. Far better to just destroy the system. Mm-hmm. But this was the 80s, and we can't destroy that system. No way. We just have to show you, we give you the means to succeed within that system. Because as he said in the first part, it's either kill yeah. or be killed. And that. they decided God, to kill when given the opportunity. And finding themselves in the most lucky of situations to be able to kill. Yes. Because, yeah, if it wasn't for him pocketing a joint yep. and lighting it up in the bathroom, he would not have found any of this out. Yep. And that wouldn't have led to the spying on phone calls and figuring out who... Uh, Stole the orange juice. Yeah. And... I was going to say Breakfast Club Principal. Clarence Beaks. Yeah, yeah. That's the character's name. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah it, it still boils down to luck. Well, that's the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right down to the birth lottery. Yep. Slash right place at the right time. Yep. And maybe saying the right things to the right people and yep. dressing in the right clothes and whatever. Yeah. One of the most disturbing scenes for me was when they were at that club and Dan Eckrade walks in. I couldn't yeah. decide what was the most disgusting part about that whole scene. And I think it was all of the people that were in the club turning yep. their nose up to Dan Eckrade. Yep. Because they're the, your friends. Except they're not your friends because they are freeloading moochers, just like Eddie Murphy's so-called friends in the, that first party. Yep. They're friends with you as long as it benefits them. Mm-hmm. And, and it didn't benefit them anymore, so now you are, ew. Yep. I, I know I'm not uh, taking out what I'm supposed to take out from this movie. <laughs> it's not working. Well, it's just supposed to be a fun, lighthearted look at... 
I don't know. Venture capitalism, cutthroat. I don't know. Multiracial titties. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that's what you want to take out of it. I think that's all right. That plays into that. Sex sells. <laughs> uh, yes. It's like love sells. Which is why, of course, Dan Aykroyd fell for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Pretty woman before pretty woman. Yeah, um, pretty much, yeah. Although it was kind of in the opposite direction. Weirdly. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Was... She had money. Did she say she had forty-two grand tucked Something away? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think she was doing it the right way, given her situation. She I was, will rent yeah. out a slummy place and and slum it a bit, but make good money, and in a few years I'll be able to retire. Yeah, yeah. trade up a little bit in the system. I buy it. That's oh no, still not ideal. I still don't like the system. No. But yeah. working with what you had, I think she had a really good idea of how to set herself up. Yeah. Of course, this was the 80s. I don't really think you can do that anymore. No. I mean, there's only fans and whatnot, but I mean, it's still... It's not Part ideal. Of, it's... Yeah. Setting yourself up for life is... Yeah. Pipe dream, which is Again, that, it's another, like, serious collection of luck she has the brains she has the face she has, she has the, the body, body. Yep. and the mental fortitude to put out a plan and see it to fruition yep. like there was still she had things going for her and she also got lucky that winthorpe dropped into her lap and she was able to help him when he was at his lowest mm-hmm. so that she could take advantage of him at his best yeah that streamlined the process it's for her that bit of very luck. much so yeah, yeah. Instead of just being able to retire with, like, a house and whatnot, she's a son of a yacht in the Caribbean. I, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I still enjoy this movie it very much. It is a fun it movie. It is fun. It is is so much fun. But, oh, God. Yeah. I don't feel good about it. No! <laughs> no. Not at all! Maybe I'd have felt all right about it in the 80s, but these days, 40 years of this shit. Yeah, no. No. I'm so over it at this point. No. So over it. Now it just feels wholly unrealistic. Yeah. I'm sure back then it seemed like, hey, I could do that. Yeah. But now, no. Maybe I'm too pessimistic. Maybe. Maybe if I pulled a little harder on my bootstraps, I could make it work. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Sorry, I just almost threw up saying that myself. I mean, <laughs> People forget that the term pull yourself up by your bootstraps originated as a feudal gesture. Because it is a mm-hmm. feudal gesture. You cannot grab your bootstraps and pull to get yourself up like 20 feet. It does not work. Mm-hmm. Which is the point. We're all at the point now where we don't have bootstraps anymore. Well, there's that too. I had fun. Yeah. There's dated cringe in here. Yeah. And then just dated morality, really. Very 80s. Yes. It is trying very much to paint a happy little picture of the cynical, disgusting world that we're just going to make worse with the system that we have. Yep. But, of course, no one had that foresight in the 80s. It was just, hey, look at this cool stuff. Look at how we can make all sorts of extra money. We already have more money than we can possibly spend. How do we increase that? We don't have enough. Yeah. Other people still have some. 
That means we don't have that's it. That's not okay. Yeah. We're not okay till we have all the monies. Feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? Yep. Like they're not sometimes. going to be satisfied until they have every last cent. And I kind of want to say, take it. Take it all. Because once yep. you have it all and no one else has any of it, then we're free. And you know, it won't that's, mean anything. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that thought. I'm sure they have too, though, and that's why it's a you know a game. Yeah. Dollar wagers and shit. <laughs> Did I mention how disgusted I was that it was a dollar wager? Yeah, they, uh... That might be the worst part in this entire movie. <laughs> We're planning on ruining the lives of two men. For a dollar. Over a dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And spending how much money in the process to settle the bet, like, it just... And that's what happens when you have ridiculous amounts of money. You spend it in stupid ways mm-hmm. that don't make the world any better. They just don't. Because you don't want the world to be better because you were able to profit well off the world not being so good. Yep. The world's... You're, you're doing just fine in the world as it is, so you don't want it to be better. Yep. <sighs> well, thank you, patrons, for yeah. your dollar. <laughs> I'm sure you lost a bet somewhere, <laughs> but we'll gladly take that dollar. Yes. Those of you listening to this uh, well after the early release, um, give us your dollar. Make a bet. <laughs> Become a patron. Support capitalism, because that's what we want you to take away from this. Take a chance on us and <laughs> bet on us. <laughs> or, you know, short us, whatever. <laughs> this point doesn't matter. Uh, help us just give all the money in the world to the capitalists so that we can be free. I like that. Yeah, but it, it, it's not ideal. There's not, and we're not all going to be on board with that. No, I know. It literally has to be everybody and one guy that we choose to give it all to. Yeah. And uh, they're going to fight over who the one guy is, and other people are going to fight and say, No, I want my money. I earned this. Yeah. I didn't say it was a solution. It's just how I feel sometimes. Oh, I feel you. I mean, I look at my life, and most of the money I've had, I didn't earn, and most of what I should have earned, I never got. Mm, so is that? Yeah, yeah, I I have total faith in the system. Hooray! <sighs> yeah, it's getting really depressing. Yeah, say fairly well, and yep. Thank you, folks. We'll see you next time for another '80s movie, and every Friday for a normal cracker classics. Yay! Thank you! Thanks. Bye.